Hello and welcome to the Tiger Phonics Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hewson, and joining me on the show this week, we have John T and the guitarist from the band Surrounded, Josh Sperling. Thanks for joining us, man. Awesome. Thanks for, thanks for having me. It's good to be here, finally. <laughs> Been trying to set this up for like three months. <laughs> I know, right? It's awesome yeah. to have you in here, man. Um, let's just get straight into it. How has this yeah. last couple of weeks been since you guys released the album? It's been good. It's been really fun. Like, it's been as good as I hoped it would be, <laughs> basically, for this, like, for, for where we are, like, as a band, and, like, what we're kind of still, like, what we're doing. It's been, a, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just been, it's like a little bit of a whirlwind, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Cause we're still so small, you know, but, uh, it's just good to have all of our music that we've spent months working on, like, in the background. <laughs> like, I mean, to have it out there, you know? Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So tell tell us a bit more about that. How did the band come together? So it's it's kind of an interesting. I mean, everything's kind of an interesting story, I guess. But kind of an interesting story. Basically, like I was uh, I was during the first like massive lockdown we had here in the UK, which is in 2020. I uh, I was already kind of getting into like music production myself and stuff like that, and like engineering. And I I did a uh, I did I did college for sound engineering, and I was kind of working through that. And I was like, oh, man, I want to find, like, some bands to record. Like, I need a portfolio. But I was like, how do I do that? So I was like, well, I'll just start my own band, basically. Because I was like, there's nobody else to record. So I actually started, like, this band just, like, myself. I was doing all the, all the singing, all the guitars, all the bass, all the drum programming, like, just solo. Basically just to have something to show that I actually have recorded something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... Um, and then basically, I I had this friend that I was working with, who's the drummer in our band now. I work with him; he's a good friend of mine. And I was talking to him about it, and he was always a bit like, "Oh, I'm kind of done playing rock music, blah blah blah." A great drummer, but he's always like, oh, "I don't know about playing rock and stuff." And I was always like, "Come on, man, let's just play together. Let's see what happens," you know. And then um, it got, we got together, we started working on some stuff. It was great, and then we're like, "All right, well, let's see if we can just like kind of make this into a band because." At the time, it was just like me putting st- a couple. I put two songs out myself, but I was like, "There's no way I'm ever going to be able to do like." I can put the songs out, but I'm not going to be able to. I wasn't sure if I was going to do a band or what it was. So, eventually, we got together. We started doing some stuff, and then he's like, "Oh, let's." I know this guy um, at my uni. They both studied music at uni together, and he's like, "He's an amazing singer, amazing screamer." He's like, "Why don't we just see what happens? Let's get together with him, see if we can write one song together, basically." And then we did, and then that's kind of just gone from there basically <laughs> yeah right wow that's cra- <laughs> that's pretty intense yeah so yeah i guess that sort of leads in into as well like the the writing process and like album foundation and the members roles like tell us a bit about that yeah like, so yeah that kind of leads into that because i remember like basically we met we all met together i met the singer i knew the drummer i met the singer for the first time and i'd already kind of written a few demos uh instrumental and stuff and i we're like rather than being like originally i was like oh let's have this grand plan we're like don't worry about a grand plan we're like let's just see if we let's just try doing a song together let's just see if we do a song so i had this instrumental that i'd written showed and then i showed it to the drummer elvis um who was like yeah it's cool it's great whatever and then we showed them like let's see if we can just do this song and that ended up being like out of sight which was like our first single basically um so basically yeah <clears throat> and then as it got so originally it was kind of like i would write a demo just write everything kind of standard and then we kind of that was like the first time we kind of worked on something and then as we kind of got to know each other better the process basically became like i would write a skeleton of a song on my computer or whatever send it to them they like it they don't like it whatever 
then we'd all get together and we'd all kind of like mold the song to become more of a band rather than just like a Josh song because they have different ways of thinking than me necessarily, which is good. Yeah. Because I think if it was if it was just me, the songs might get a bit out of control. <laughs> not not in a good way though. <laughs> so yeah. sorry. I was yeah. gonna ask, because you play both drums and guitar, that kind of innately means that you have a bit more of a a hand on on how the music sounds. How how have you found the um divvying up of, of the sound between everyone? Uh yeah, that's true, but the drums now that we have a drummer who's like a fifty million times better drummer than I am. He he does he gets to write it. He writes all his own drums. He takes care of that. We work together, of course, but originally when I was like programming the drums, uh it was good, but I it's not as good as having a real drummer now that he's there. Yeah. Um yeah, he and he's good because as well, he comes from a I come from like a real like metal background and he comes from he does a bit of everything, but not he wasn't as much on the metal scene, but it's good because he brings that that vibe to it that's a little bit of a different perspective. If it was yeah. me, everything would have like double kick pedals and going crazy. And he's always like, why don't we try it like this? You know, like, yeah, that's which is awesome good to, yeah. to have like someone else's perspective, especially someone who's like actually a drummer, be able to yeah, bring yeah, in absolutely. things like that. Whereas you're just putting in like what you think sounds good, which, you know, can be good, but yeah, nice yeah, yeah, yeah other absolutely. input. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I guess we'll, uh, let's talk about the actual EP itself. So, um, feelings about it. Yeah, what do you think? Like, you're happy with it? Anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, it's funny because the way we did it was a bit of a strange, what, how bands wouldn't normally do it. Again, this came from, like, the fact that we were kind of just winging it the whole time. Basically, yeah. usually a band would, like, record an EP, have everything ready, then start releasing singles. Because we were just, like, wanted to put music out, we would basically, like, finish a song, release the song, then work on another song. So, right. basically, <clears throat> that made that, like, one, it's I, we wouldn't do it like that again because it was like way too much like scrambling and work all the time because we're like, all right, we've got to finish this song. This song needs to be mixed. Then we're writing the next song and then, oh my God, but this song's out. We've got to promo this song. And it just was like, it was too much in Thank that you. regard. So the next time will be everything ready and then we'll start releasing stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy with the songs because I like, what, what can I say about the songs? <laughs> because no, I don't know. It's, like, it's hard to say, but <clears throat> they're basically they came. They really every the, the, because we did the songs individually, though. I think like the songs evolved a bit more over time to be kind of their own thing, rather than like if you're writing, if you sit down and write an EP or an album all together, it can be very easy. Not easy, but often the songs can have a similar vibe, which is not a bad thing as well. Like a lot of a lot of albums and EPs are like that, which is great. But we were kind of like, because each song was its own standalone thing. It was like, let's do, we're just focusing on this song and trying to put what we could into each song. So they kind and of they all, all sound very different from each other. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which again, some people might take that as a good thing. Some people might take that as like, oh, it's a bit too random, maybe. But for right. us, especially being our first mm. ever, we're still kind of finding out who we are as well. So we we're like, let's just try something and see what happens. I guess that's how you find out, like, what what uh the people like as well because you'll be like oh they're really loving this one you know they're loving exactly. this and then you can go all right well you know maybe we'll stick to that style or we'll work on That's that exactly style a right. bit more and yeah yeah, yeah like okay. the the first song um the out, out of sight the first song originally we were kind of like, like we thought it was cool but we, we thought we'd like we we're like oh no it's okay it's a good song but we thought our next songs were like way better 
but everyone is that's like our most popular song by far like yeah the people that yeah, message us yeah. are about that song and we were kind of like, oh we didn't really expect that because at the time we were kind of like oh yeah it's great but it's the first song we did we we're like we'll do way better songs after but that song <laughs> seems to be the one that people gravitate to the most <laughs> yeah yeah is that that's that's like possibly gonna be that that forever big single now just like yeah, one of your first yeah. Ones. And you're just like, oh no, we make way better music now. And people yeah, are like, yeah, literally, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this song's way better. Everyone's like, no, I just love that song. I just love that song. It's like, well, you can't decide what people like, you know. Yeah. So the fact they like anything is good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it was interesting that you brought it, brought that whole sort of topic up because I was re-listening to the album today, and what struck me this time around was how kind of eclectic the album is. Like, it has a, a similar theme and vibe throughout, but from one song to the next, it does seem to change a, a decent amount. So it's interesting that you kind of already explained how that happened. Yeah, that's that's exactly why. Basically, we would we would try. I would we'd be like, oh, I remember actually there was a for the song Mirrors, which is like probably the most kind of like pop punk sort of song we have. It's heavy, sure. but it's got like that real pop punk chorus. I was writing a different song. I'd written another song that was very similar to maybe like one of the other ones, like more of the metal core ish songs. And I was like, oh, man, we got so, like, it kind of feels like this song. And I was like, let me just try and write like something complete, like not completely different. It's in the same vibe. But I was like, let's try like a, just a pop punk sort of style. As soon as I, as soon as I showed them that, they're like, we're working on that one. Like, that's the one we should do. So yeah. it's like, cool. yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes like your job a bit easier as well. It's like they're, they're taking it the same way. And they're like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's not oh, as fun well. when they say they don't like it, but that's yeah. okay as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny well yeah. i guess that leads us into like what are the what are the plans for the rest of 2022 for you guys looking like is there i don't know dare i ask live tour planned or Absolutely. tour dates more music yeah so basically yeah all of these things um we basically <laughs> okay. really want to yeah well in a way we basically want to like really give it a go this year basically so yeah we want to really see what we can do so we have actually like our first ever show is this month awesome um yeah, on May 25th, where we've been rehearsing for it. It's, we've got to practice a bit. Uh, yeah. And where's that? Where's that going to be? It's actually, it's uh, so I live in London, but it's actually in Bath, which is a city. Yep. It's like a two-hour drive, I guess, from London, I think, roughly, maybe a little bit more. So basically, uh, a band asked us to open for them a couple of times. The first time, we, we couldn't do it because we weren't ready, we weren't whatever. And then they asked us again for this one. We're like, all right, well, let's do it. Let's do it. So... Yeah, so we got to we travel into Bath for that, which will be a little fun kind of road trip. <laughs> and then yep. after that, we have a few little we have a few other gigs in the pipeline coming up. Nothing like nothing necessarily concrete yet, but uh, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be over summer. There's gonna be a lot of shows, I think. Yeah, plus um, writing more music. We've already started writing more music, so cool. Before we get too yeah. far away from it, this show in Bath. Yeah. Um, where yeah. can people get tickets to that? Uh, the best way is just check out Instagram. Cool. Okay. You can just ch- yep. check the link in our bio. They'll have the link to the tickets to that. And your um, Instagram and a... is surrounded. At, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's yep. surrounded underscore band. There cool. we go. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. So everything you need to know about us or find out of anything we're doing is on there. That's where on we Instagram. live basically. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. There you go. You heard it there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Making history. The first ever surrounded show. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. No, good stuff. Well, um, that's, yeah, super interesting. So Instagram, we'll have to check that out. It's good yeah. to know. So um, if we talk about a little bit, if we move into sort of the, the topic of your journey in particular, 
Like if we go from before the the album, before the band started, before you even moved countries, you were just a guy from Adelaide into DJing and house music. Yeah. Um, how or or why the change to to something uh, a, a bit heavier? Yeah. So I guess it's. I mean, it's a bit of a random journey, I guess. So basically, like in high school, I was playing. I was playing drums, playing with like Stuart a lot. Um, kind of listening to like a lot of rock music and stuff, and then. <clears throat> uh i hit you know i hit my early late teens early 20s and there was like the huge explosion of like do you remember like the edm whatever it was there was like back in the day and i was going to like red square every weekend and stuff if you guys know that sure uh, yeah <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> and then um i was getting i don't know i just like really got into it. i just like was loving it for whatever reason just a phase and then i remember like i started like getting into djing and everything and i started kind of doing that like around adelaide and then <clears throat> I don't know. I remember there was a time I was like, I was listening to all this house music. I'd be doing listening to like nothing but house music for like a year. And I remember just thinking like, man, I'm so bored of this. Like, and I'd always loved rock music, but I kind of like moved away from it just because just how it was. <clears throat> but I was listening to like really heavy, like electronic music. And I was kind of just like, eventually it kind of just like, I got kind of got over and I got back into like rock and metal and stuff like that. I think I was probably around like 2000 and probably from like 2011 to 2013. Like I was just doing like, the electronic music thing i was like, obsessed with it <clears throat> and i kind of 2013 yeah. onwards i kind of getting i was always like i could i stopped playing guitar i stopped playing drums basically completely like i was just doing that stuff then <clears throat> from 2000 I don't know, 2013 to around 2016 i was kind of back into it i was i was listening to a lot but i wasn't really playing i wasn't writing anything like that um i was kind of like messing around producing still like some electronic music on like fruity loops and stuff like that um and then at the end of 2016 i was at uni not really interested um and i was like oh what should i do because i was like kind of bumming around at uni living at home and i was like oh maybe i'll just go for a holiday to the uk because i because my friend lived here and then basically i just like booked a one-way ticket and was just like oh i'm just not going to come back basically oh wow uh, <laughs> yeah that was basically it and my parents were like yep good idea basically yeah. <laughs> just because <laughs> not because they were like, no, nah, we don't want you anymore, but they were kind of like, you know, like, well, you're not really doing that Do much. Something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you've been there ever since. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just going to, I remember when I got here, I was like, all right, just stay for six months. You can't come home before six months because like, otherwise you failed. Yeah. And yeah. I've been like six years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's not, so obviously uh, you liked it. Um, uh, I like, I like a lot of it. There's a lot of, it's a difficult place to live in some regards, but um i do i do like it i like living overseas a lot um whether i stay in london forever is another story but we'll see about that for now yeah i have to ask do you do you uh do you bump into like many australians around where or people like oh well this is australian guy like it's funny because at my day job like i work just in hospitality for my day job yeah and um there's a lot like a ton of australians coming to the shop like all day nonstop. wow okay yeah right yeah and I, I mean, some of them I talk to, some of them I don't, but the only one I can really think of is like, that was really interesting was, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, a girl came in, she's like, oh, she's like, she's like is your name Josh? And I was yeah. like, yeah. And I didn't know her. She's like, did you go to like Cabra? Which is my school I went to. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I didn't know her. She's like, oh yeah, I went, your brother was in my year at school. Like I went to school <laughs> with you. So I was like, all right, well, there you go. I never met her before. That's yeah. like, but that that was interesting. It's like such a small world. I mean, in the middle of this random shop in London, this person went to my school. Yeah. 
um oh, but yeah i meet i meet a lot i mean it's full of australians here <laughs> yeah right oh there you go and so like have you been moving around much over there or you stay in the one you've been in the one place or um in terms of like moving house i mean i've yeah i mean in the five years i think it's like i've lived in like two or three different places just because of the nature of like renting and yeah how, how you move around a bit yeah Nah, it's yeah, pretty hectic over there. I would presume yeah. to to get somewhere like consistent and be there for a yeah, long time and not pay every single cent that you that's, make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the biggest. And that's then the some. biggest challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's by far the biggest problem. Ah, oh, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> sure. So, if we can get back to like the music and the inspiration and all that sort of stuff, um, you spoke about how you changed the kind of music you were listening to. So, what kind of music have you been listening to since then? It's like a lot of classic, like big bands, like Bring Me the Horizon, A Day to Remember. Like we were listening to those a lot together um, when we kind of like first started the band. And um, like we're seeing um, Architects tonight together, actually, in like a few hours. We're going to see them. Uh, big, huge UK metal, yeah, metal yep. band. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got that. And then we're going to see A Day to Remember in, in like a month as well. So there's a lot of gigs here, which is good as well. Awesome. Um, yeah. But I've also shifted a lot to like, I listen to a lot of metalcore still, but I also listen to a lot of like pop punk, like kind of newer pop punk. I've kind of like, some of like, there's like this new kind of like revival of pop punk that's going on at the moment. I don't love all of it. Um, but there's a few artists here and there, like Kenny Hoopler and stuff that I, that I kind of like as well. Right. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks heaps for uh, coming on and having a chat to us. And we'll have to ask again, uh, where's the best place for, for people to be able to, Find your music, find your first show yeah. as well. So that was on Instagram yeah. and it was... Everything on Instagram, at surrounded underscore band. Awesome. And oh, I have yeah. to get that date again. What was the date for your first show? May 25th. May 25th in Bath, UK, if anyone's around there. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone listening to this is around there. Don't well, know how many, but there must be... Australians there, so... <laughs> there are, there are, absolutely. Go, go, support a, yeah. go support an Aussie abroad. Yeah. Yes, so, the white Aussie. <laughs> Before we let you go, though, there's something that Jack and I do with our show, and we've basically got we've got five light like what we call the lightning round, five questions that we ask everyone. So I'll get Jack to fire these off. All right. So All right. number one, uh, what's your nickname? Chuka. <laughs> perfect. All perfect. Right. One. Number two, what's your favorite drink? Pepsi Max. Unfortunately. Horrible drink, but tastes nice. delicious. Doesn't even touch the sides. Right. <laughs> number, no, number three, uh, what's the weirdest thing in your fridge besides Pepsi Max? <laughs> random Romanian food from my Romanian girlfriend's grandmother. Like just pickled jars of like random pickled stuff. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't know what it is. Don't ask what it is. Yeah, it's delicious though. It's delicious. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, number four, what's the best show going around at the moment? Oh man, it's not the best show, but I've been like binging Supernatural. I've watched like eight seasons, like in a row, and it's gotten terrible. Eight, season eight is atrocious. But I I just, just in time, it, it only it. just came out, right? That's not like a fifteen-year-old show or anything. <laughs> no, no, brand new shows. I'm at the cutting edge of television, mate. <laughs> uh, perfect. <laughs> and uh, finally, on a scale of one to ten, how good of a secret keeper are you? I'd say I'm around at nine. All right, all right. T- 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 I've got a few. Tell us, got a, got a few tell us the, the best secret you've ever kept. <laughs> Can't do it, mate. I'm sorry. I passed the test. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for joining us, no man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Every- it's been fun. 
All good. Uh, and the album, Oceans Apart, the EP, is available on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And Spotify is the best place to find Spotify. it. Spotify. There we Perfect. go. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. See we'll you later, catch you around. No Thank you for having me, guys. Cheers. Take care. See you soon. Bye-bye.